welcome to Talking Trades, the weekly podcast where we talk about comics so you don't have to. I'm Jeremy, I'm a DC fan, and my favorite world of Kingdom Hearts 3 was Frozen. And I'm John, Marvel Nut, my favorite world of Kingdom Hearts 3 was the Caribbean. Welcome to Talking Trades. Kingdom Hearts 3. Were you expecting it to be the end of the series? Because I sure was. No, I knew before going in, and it was advertised as the end of this story, not the end of the franchise. Like, the, through but interviews the story that had come end. out. It tied up... The Xehanort really stuff much. ends. Yeah, that's, that's what it was like, the end of. was the main plot. As you walk away... It tied up like 12 plot threads, and now we have two going forward. So, if you told me, Jonathan... That you're going to release a game on a major console, mm-hmm. a, a PlayStation 2 perhaps, uh, and then uh, a bunch of follow-up games on other consoles, but they all have the same importance, I'd punch you in your turkey neck. If you were to tell me that a game released in 2019 had put uh, a game released on the PS3 or PS2, two of those games, one on the D- Nintendo DS, and one on... Uh, PlayStation Portable as the same level of importance for the last arc to make sense. I would not have believed you. Turkey neck. Punch. What? Ridiculous. Don't get me wrong. Really enjoyed like, it. I appreciated it. Kingdom Hearts always did address the criticism that, well, it's it's if it's on a handheld, it's not like a real game in the franchise. It doesn't matter. They've always addressed that head on. But like, too much? Yeah. <laughs> Um, but I, I loved it. I picked the Caribbean not because I really picked it for the gameplay. It really switched up the formula. Yeah. Because it was an open world. Yeah. Instead of go from A to B. Yeah. Um, and I'm doing a lot. Of, I'm trying to get the platinum trophy, which if you don't know is you get all the other trophies and you get the platinum. Um, and it's probably a mistake, but we're gonna try anyway. Yeah, I told you it was a mistake two weeks ago. It's fine. Um. And I I did the Caribbean, which was... What I had to do there was get all the chests like I did every world. Um, But there, there there was like 50 chests. But what was nice was every so often there would be like a cluster of like three or five. Mm -hmm. So that was really nice. Um, Then I had to completely level up the ship to level nine. Dude, I didn't even know you had to do that. And I went into that ship fight with a level one ship. I did it. It took forever. Yeah. You can do it, though. Level 9 chick just wrecks everything. Yeah, I bet. It's great. Yeah, I bet. Because uh, there's one island you can go to, and there's like 150 crabs. Welcome to Gaming Cast, crabs. by the way. Yeah. I, I'm just obsessed this game. So there's like 150 crabs. You just can go back there and go back and forth. Uh, and then um, and then sink 200 ships. Yikes. But it was a blast. Nothing felt like it took forever. The flans, though. Flans. So once you beat a world and go back, there's now a gigantic heartless flan. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Didn't love them. No, they suck. I didn't. I, I, you're the idiot platinuming this. Like game. I said, probably a mistake. Yeah, no, it's not probably John. It is a mistake. So Arendelle. Oh God. <laughs> Frozen's so great. The movie and the world. I love it so much. They sang. They sang the song, and people are complaining, and I totally get it. But I am still. The reason why I think you're getting backlash is because it's not something the series has done. Well, also, that song has been beaten to death. Yeah. People are, are very annoyed to that song. Especially people with children. Especially people with little girls. And I get that. 
I have no little children. I have no little girls. I just really like Edina Menzel singing. So I was super into it. And I loved the just the, the world of Frozen. I thought it was cool how everything was happening behind the game. And now, like, if I go back and watch the movie, like, when she's singing, I'm like, hey, Sora just interrupted her. <laughs> like, I love that. I like that you get to hang out with Marshmallow. Like, he's yeah, like I like that Marshmallow was your companion for that world. I thought that was really cool. Josh Gad is just, he's a treasure. He makes me so happy. He makes me smile just by talking. I love him. The admin said, did not love reassembling Olaf. I messed it up. I gave him a weird body. I had that too. It was funny. Um, this might be Olaf. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, well, that's a weird thing to say. Uh, yeah. I loved it so much. The game was fantastic. I really liked the game. Um, I'm looking forward to another game. It's just going to be probably one we're old. We're going to be like 70. Yeah, I mean, I think and it'll be gonna, and it's going to be on a hit clip. I think you'll get like a hit clip. You remember those? I do. Uh, I think you're going to get one two to three years on the Switch, where it's going to be like some kind of side story, not yeah, like I'm four. Okay with that. I'm okay with yeah, that. I think that's going to be a realistic thing because they put one on, they put one on 3ds, they put one on DS, mobile, yeah, browser, but like yeah, Nintendo and Game Boy Advance. So like, it, yeah. it, the lineage makes sense. Makes sense. Um, so I think that'll happen. They could do another 3DS game. Uh, to, there, there's some stuff in that console. Do you think so already? Yeah. Well, there well, there po- aren't any Pokemon's new games moving. coming out. Pokemon's moving. Pokemon's moving, and there aren't any King, new games not, coming out, just thing? like re-releases. What's, move, what's the other one that's moving? The one that was always... Fire Emblem. Oh, that's the one. Uh, do you see there's a... Poke- uh, there was a Wii one and a Game Boy... Uh, and a GameCube one. Do you see there's a Pokemon Direct next week? I did. Oh, t- this week? Tomorrow. At 8 a.m. local time. I'll be watching that instead of teaching. Kids don't need to learn. It's seven minutes. It's only seven minutes? It's seven minutes. I just hope it's it's coming. See ya. I think you may get the starters. I think that's what happened with uh, with uh, Sun and Moon. Cool. I'm in. Um, but anyway, we into this comic week in, books, we right? We get into this week in Geek. Am I right? This week in Geek. This week in Geek. Jonathan, what do you got? Uh, I came with so. nothing. <laughs> Excellent. So, I'm busy writing down plot points for Black Mirror. Marvel has retconned the Hulk's origin. Uh, which one? The one... The one with his dad or the one with the the, the With gammas? the kid. The Gammas. Okay. So, so, if you don't know, Hulk's origin. Mm-hmm. He is working on a nuclear testing site. Some kid is lounging out in the middle of the, the blast zone. And Bruce Banner runs out to save him. And he does, but in doing so, he gets hit with the radiation, and then he becomes Hulk. Yep. So, what this did, it doesn't, like, contradict it, per se, but he got touched by gamma radiation, which affects something called the Green Door. Okay. Strap in, boys and girls. Now, is this lore for the sake of lore? This is one of those things where it's like your your and my nonsense, where it's like, this is lore, and it definitely matters, and it's just, is this Kingdom Hearts again? Kind of. will get ordered. So, the green door connects different planes of the universe, and it introduces a new level below hell. Okay. Uh, and the who dwells there is the one below all. Okay. Which is a fun mirror to the one above all, which is the thing they've done where it's like, you know, the big guy upstairs. Sure. So, with Hulk's new abilities, he's pretty much confirmed to be, like, indestructible. Okay. And unkillable. And that's because the gamma touched one below all touched, like, 
connected with Hulk with Banner. Okay. So now he's like crazy powerful. Alrighty. That's dumb. <laughs> That's dumb. I don't like that at all. Speaking of dumb and God. Uh, what? Just go ahead with that segue. <laughs> DC is canceling a book called Second Coming. Never even heard of Second Coming. Because it did not come out. Ah, that's why. So it never even got a first one. But um, <laughs> I'll see you later. So, Second Coming was a book where God sent Jesus down to Earth. Oh, I'm already thinking this is a terrible idea. <laughs> what do you mean? Uh, to learn from a superhero who is essentially being like hero worshipped like you do. This is a bad idea. Yeah, and then once on Earth, Jesus would be dismayed to see what had happened to Christianity over the years and the atrocities committed in his name. And so DC was going to release this? That's a really... Under vertigo, but still. I don't care. (laughs) So it's not happening anymore. (laughs) Thank God. (laughs) That's a bad idea. It's a horrible idea. Could you imagine? I could. Speaking of bad ideas... You're killing it today. Thank you. Netflix, for no reason... Decided to for tell no us... For no reason. For no reason. Decided to tell us which X-Men were over or underrated. Ooh. You and give me the X- by tell us, I mean just straight up on a tweet. Give me the X-Men, I'll tell you if it's under or overrated. According to Netflix. No, no, according to me. Okay. Wolverine. Over. Correct. Gambit. Over. Correct. Storm. Under. Just right. Really? Just right. Currently correctly rated. Kitty Pride. Under. Mm-hmm. Nightcrawler. Under. Mm-hmm. Rogue. Under. Just right. Okay. Beast. Under. Colossus. Under. Over. Really? Colossus over. He's had a big year with the I wedding. I disagree, but okay. Even though I didn't read the wedding. Did you read the wedding? It issue? didn't happen. The book ended with it not happening. But didn't Rogue and Gambit get married? Did they? Yeah, because they had the wedding and everything all planned, so they got married. Oh, God. It was great. I loved it. Anyway, then they added Jubilee. Over. She's the worst. Underrated. Bull Loney. No. And then they added Vampire Jubilee, which I guess is a thing. Stupid. Also underrated. Dumb. Cyclops. I personally think he's underrated because people hate him. But he's a he's a damn good leader and he's a good X-Man. But I'm going to say they say he's overrated. Underrated. Oh, thank goodness. There. So this makes no sense at all. Because... It's Netflix, dude. They just go in, this is going in the next topic. Okay. Netflix... Just canceled before airing Jessica Jones season three. Uh-huh. They canceled Jessica Jones and they canceled Punisher. Mm-hmm. So they've canceled all aspects of the Defenders mm-hmm. universe now. Yep. So why would you, for no reason whatsoever, wait? There, it's not even like Dark Phoenix is happening like next month. Mm-hmm. Like there's no reason for this to happen. John, I, I don't know. I'm, I've, I've given up trying to think ahead of these people. It just doesn't make any sense. It does not make sense. This is Chewbacca. <laughs> Chewbacca lives on the, the planet, planet Endor. Endor. With the Wookiees. <laughs> with the Ewoks. The Ewoks are three feet tall. Chewbacca is six feet tall. That does not make sense. <laughs> and you were saying? Uh, yeah, so the Netflix thing. That's stupid. So, I get it. You do? They want to do stuff in-house, more vertically integrate it. So they do it in-house, and it's work with Marvel Productions, or... It's not Marvel Studios, but whatever their TV division's called. Mm-hmm. So they can just do their own thing, which we've seen with Umbrella Academy. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, why would... 
canceling something before it airs. That's kind of like a self-fulfilling prophecy, right? Because you want to be like, well, ratings were whatever, so we just didn't watch any, we didn't do any more of it. But if you cancel it before it airs, what is my drive as a viewer to go watch it? It clearly doesn't matter. You don't believe in it. Why should I believe in it? I don't know. It just, it makes me angry. I don't disagree with you. You're stupid. So the rumor is, by the way, now that Disney, after buying Fox, has a majority stake in Hulu. Did you also say that Disney said, yes, they're still going to be R-rated movies? Yeah, they're going to make them. Yeah. They're not going to go to Disney+. Plus. No, I just thought that was cool. That they're still, yeah. They've confirmed that. Like, yeah. And some, that, people, they, some people were still freaking like, out. Like, keep Deadpool weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like it. That was good. That was a smart thing to get ahead of. Mm-hmm. Jump out ahead of that. Absolutely. Uh, but now the majority shaken it's stake in Hulu. Uh, there's the thing that maybe they'll come to Hulu. Oh, I can see that. Should be good. Didn't Hulu revive something else? Hulu's doing the Offenders. Oh, they revived. Didn't, no, no, no. Like oh, it was a few years ago. Community didn't they revive Community? They did. They did a season of Community. Uh, was that the bad season? Mm, uh, they did. They did a season. Of they community. did season. Five and then season six. Is that the bad one was. What's the word? Pierce is gone. Well, Pierce's Pierce leaves in five. Okay. Because like uh, four is where they decide to keep Pierce over Harmon. And then six is not great, but it had a lot of heart. It was on like TBS's streaming service exclusively. It was very bizarre. I, I yeah, I lost interest in the community. I followed it to the end. I believe you did. Yeah. Uh, but brought up Umbrella Academy. Yes, you did. So talk to me about Umbrella Academy. Uh, first of all, the new story is: Would you believe it? The comics are expensive on the internet for the original. Well, do you have them still? I don't. I never had the. I have the issues oh, for Dallas. Dang. I don't have the issues for Apocalypse Suite. Dallas still might be worth something, right? They probably went up a little bit. The article just quotes the um, the Umbrella Academy, like the first one. Hmm. But maybe. It's all, uh, it's all Umbrella Academy. Is it an original story or is it a retelling of one of them? What they've done, and I don't know, spoiler or whatever, it's not really spoilers because the book's been out for years. But. Yeah, we're not, yeah, we're not spoiling <laughs> the book. What they've done is they took Dallas okay. and they took Apocalypse Suite and they did them both in the season, but they didn't go Apocalypse Suite and. Dallas and they like interwove aspects okay. to make one really cool narrative with both of them. So it's its own. It's an amalgam. Yes, it's kind of its own yeah, thing. It's cool, fantastic. And what the show delivered on that I wanted so much that there wasn't time for in the comics was a lot more character development. These characters are really cool and really interesting, and we finally, finally, like we get to see a lot more of that. Um, like the main antagonists of the uh, series, mm-hmm. Hazel and Chacha, they're a couple of hitmen from Dallas. Okay. Um, they're just like people with masks in Dallas. They are characters in the series. Okay. And it's awesome. And I love it. Other uh, thing about it, I uh, hope uh, it gets so picked we'll, up. We'll do a one shot. We'll do a one shot, so we'll go a little more in depth about it. Probably a um, few weeks, month ish. Yes. Before C2E2. Before C2E2? Okay. So yeah, we will have that by the end of March then. We'll have to. <laughs> yeah. Mid-end yeah, yeah, yeah. of March. Cool. 
Uh, yeah, just so the um, the specific stats that say is it uh, the original free comic book day edition uh, was released in two thousand and seven. That's how wow. long ago it's been. Wow. Yeah, these came out when I was in college, and then long break, and then this fall, uh, Hotel Oblivion, the third arc started. Did Dallas come issues. out right after uh, Pop Up Suite? I feel like it did. Hmm. Yes, because I was picking up issues when I was when I lived by Chicago Comics. Yeah, it did. It doesn't name. Uh, so the price within a week went from ten to fifteen ish to fifty. Yeah. Which is a sharp increase, but like still, that's a lot. I, it's, that's I a am, lot for a comic printed in anything post two thousand. Yes, because we had that massive nineties screw up where they printed everything, where everything times. got overprinted and all the variant covers you never wanted. Yeah, where it just tanked the value of everything. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, that's so I am not surprised at all because it's Especially an IP that's like twelve years ago. Yeah. That was probably underprinted to demand with a gigantic Netflix show that everyone's oh, seems to be positive. I've heard a negative thing about the show. Here's um, my negative thing. It ends. There's only ten episodes. Um But yeah, it's fantastic. I look forward to that. That's sweet. One shot. But also I'm not surprised the comics are that are going up in price. And lastly, kind of an interesting note, Marvel superhero stamps are coming to British Royal Mail. Nice. They look nice. It's Who's, uh, Which heroes are featured? We have Spider-Man, Captain Marvel, The Hulk, Doctor Strange, Peggy Carter, Iron Man, the- Captain Britain. Okay, there we go. Uh, Union Jack. Wow. Black Panther and Thor. Cool. Yep. Who the hell is Union Jack? Uh, yes. All right. Um, by the way, I was this many old, cool, this <laughs> many years old when I found out the the British flag, not the English flag, the British flag is all of the countries in Britain put together. It's their flag. Hmm. Like English, England flag is that red cross, middle of the Union Jack. The Scottish flag is the white X. It's in the back. And then Wales, or not Wales, somebody, I forget who the other one is, uh, Ireland's uh, flag. The Ireland's definitely. Not, not Ireland, the Northern Ireland, the other flag, is like that red cross. So that goes over the white Scottish cross, mm. and then the red British cross goes over that. I was today years old. Isn't that crazy? When I learned that. And someone was like, man, American people don't have school. And I was like, e- you know what? Yeah, we just don't learn about things outside of America. Nope. You know, some of our books still say slavery, the tr- or was it, uh, not slavery, Civil War, if Trouble Ahead. If you're not ahead. American, you can get out. No, Civil War, Trouble Ahead. <laughs> some some books are really out of date. As as a teacher in a public school, let me tell you. Anyway, um, I think that's off. Oh, Pikachu, Detective Pikachu 2 trailer dropped. Detective Pikachu trailer drops. We are very much on that train of Detective Pikachu looks great. It looks great. I think it looks fantastic. There's Gengars in it. Mm-hmm. So I'm sold. Done. You sold a ticket. <laughs> Uh, people are really harp on that movie. I have dis- I've discovered, I always kind of thought that I was a casual movie fan. Then, the more I looked, I was like, no, I'm definitely like a movie buff. Then the more I looked at it, I'm like, nah, I like movies, but I also can turn my brain off. Like, that's what I am, and I, I can. And this movie looks like one of those where, like, turn your brain off, go have some fun. I'm curious to see where it'll end up in box office. I think... 
With domestically or, or globally? Globally. I think it's not crazy to think it could outdo Avengers. No, I don't think that's crazy either. I think it's very possible. It's ambitious. Yeah. But I don't think it's crazy. No, I don't think it's crazy. Um, Especially with kids wanting to go again and again and again. Yeah. And there's a massive Asian market. Mm-hmm. Because movies that take place in Asian markets do really well in Asian markets. Just a gigantic worldwide. Uh-huh. Like, there hasn't been a live-action Pokemon movie yet. God, it's crazy to think, isn't it? That's crazy. 21. 21 years. No, three? 23 years. Some. Two, and de- I, two plus decades. I think 24 Japan. Christ. Yeah, That's it's crazy. It's bonkers. You know what isn't bonkers? How much I like this week's book. Let's get into the pull list. Here's your pull list. This week on the podcast, we covered Batman the Black Mirror. Not Black Mirror the Netflix series. Just Batman the Black Mirror. Not Batman or Snatch. No, that sounds dirty. <laughs> that sounds dirty. Uh, no, we didn't cover that either. Um, Batman the Black Mirror is written by Scott Snyder and drawn by Jock. Just Jock. Which is a name. Um, sure. What do you think of the book? I liked it. It was good. Um, I liked it. I agree. I liked it too. It was not what I was expecting. One, I got it wrong last episode. I said it was Batman and Damien. Damien's not in this one. This is the point where Bruce is back. Um, but it's still Dick Grayson. So Bruce went off to do Batman Incorporated stuff. This is where Batman set up Batman all over the world. And he bankrolled them all. And it was one, a way for Bruce to divert the attention away from him. Two, he could help the entire world. Three, it was Grant Morrison wanted to write Batman. <laughs> so that's what they did. Okay. Um, but Dick was allowed to stay Batman in, in Gotham. Um, but everyone's aware that he's not the old Batman. Like, Gordon mentions it a couple times. Mm-hmm. Like, when they're on the rooftop and he turns the light off and then on and then Dick's still there. He's like, ah, I'm not, still not used to that. Because the other guy would have been gone. But J- Gordon doesn't know that he's not Bruce. I don't know. It's weird. What really confused me was the whole, the Gordon family, that thing's changed like four times. Yeah. Like year one had one continuity, the New 52 had a different continuity, this has a different continuity, it's all over the place. Hmm. Like sometimes James Jr. is her biological brother, sometimes he's not. Like in this one, they're not biological siblings. It's weird. That is pretty bizarre. They just had the same dad, they have two different moms. So they're biological, I guess, but they're, they're half. I don't know... Sometimes Barbara's the wife. Sometimes Barbara's the daughter. It's all weird. Isn't... Aren't they both named Barbara? They are now. But, like, at one point, it wasn't that way. Oh. It's been all over the place. The Gordon family's weird. It's almost like it doesn't really matter. Just, like, just roll with it. Which is what Scott Snyder did here. <laughs> He's like, yeah, this exists. We're gonna go with it. Two moms. Um, so, yeah. So, you liked it? I liked it. Uh, much longer than I thought. Yeah, it just kept going. Especially because it starts with the Black Mirror, which is a three-part. Yep. Yeah. This one should really be called, like, something to do with James What do you call it without giving it away, though? Yeah, I don't know. Um, And, I mean, it's not like... Well, the the Black Mirror still works because it's, like, holding up a mirror to... Like, spoiler alert, James Jr. is the murderer. 
he's holding up a mirror to society saying this is what it should be. So, like, his reflection is skewed. Like, you could say it's that, too. Because mm-hmm. um, the mirror house really is, like, this big of a deal. I'm holding up two fingers and no one can see it on an, an audio medium. The mirror house is nothing big. So, like, it, yeah. There's really... I, I trust Scott Snyder. They, you know, you can't, can't name everything perfectly, but it's still pretty great. I agree. So, I wrote down the story beats. I just want to say, to start. Yes. I love how it's bookended mm-hmm. by Dick Grayson talking about a map across the country where the circus would tour, and they use different colored pegs based on the type of show it would be. Like, I think it was red or white. Like, red was the all-out. And red was, yeah, all-out. But then Gotham was the only city that had black. Because that's full stop. Yep. Everything you got. Yep, full stop everything you got. Also, like, you might die. Hey, so Tony Zuko might kill you. But then your son gets to work with his daughter. They have like there a thing you go. later. Oh, okay. So <laughs> I'm like, sure. I don't know. <laughs> well, she's in the book. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Sonia Zuko. Um, okay, so it opens up with that. What? The map. Yeah, yeah. It opens up with the map, and it also opens up with a boy turning into Killer Croc and eating a boy's hand, another boy's hand, which is super gruesome. Mm-hmm. And turns out. That he got a hold of. He's a young child whose parents are off gallivanting. Kind of like uh, he's almost like an orphan being raised by his butler. Kind of like a Bruce Wayne situation. But bad. This boy got a hold of the same thing that turned Killer Croc into Killer Croc. And Dick's like, well, that's, that's not possible unless you can get into like an evidence locker. So he goes to the boy's house and uh, it turns out the dad of the boy was a cop. And the mother's been given the Mad Hatter drug, and they're all going crazy. Yeah, and the drug, like, you think the bag had, like, a five-eighths? Uh, ten and six-eighths. Ten, ten, ten and something. Ten-sixths. Yeah. Um, and the only way you get this is if it's from an evidence locker. Turns out the dad is cheating on the wife, um, and he has been stealing evidence and giving it away. Mm-hmm. And he's been getting money for it. And the person he's been giving it to is this man called The Dealer. And the dealer runs an auction house for the underbelly of the city. But not like a cheap auction house. Like, the upper crust... This this seems like it kind of feeds later into the Court of Owls. Yeah, it like definitely a, does. Like an upper or, I can definitely see that. The th- what, also, about with the Black Mirror, the, the three issues, this was... We, we already covered a book that pretty much did this exact same thing for these three issues only. Not the larger thing at all. It was Matt Fraction's Hawkeye. Yeah. Where Madame Mask mm-hmm. and the whole auction with all the different Marvel villain stuff. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, so this first bit, we've seen it before, <laughs> even on this podcast. To, to quickly wrap up the first bit, Dick goes to the auction house, is found In out. In disguise. Is immediately found out because of reasons. Um, gets gassed. And then escapes. Because this auction, they all to, they're all told to wear these gas masks. I think it's a really cool... It's really cool. They're all, to, they're all to wear these gas masks. And there's like, oh yeah, we're definitely going to gas the place, but don't worry, you have these gas masks. So he turns on the gas masks. The, 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 the supplier? The dealer. The dealer. Uh, Etienne something. Yeah, he's named after a, 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 a French saint. Sure. Like an actual saint. So... And then he's like, oh, and what is whatever alias Bruce Wayne used? Where's he? 
Because we got a feeling it's Batman. So his or you're right, Dick. Batman. Where's Batman? Because uh, we know it's it's uh, the Batman. So your mask doesn't work so great. So you got the drug. Because of reasons. <laughs> but what's important about that is the drug stays in Dick's system for longer than just this one issue. So it leads to like him having uh, these hallucinations later on when he's doing other things, trying to stop this dealer from selling things. The dealer is selling off all of these horrible contaminants, the Joker toxin, the crowbar they killed Jason Todd with, stuff like that. Yeah, like the whatever. The Mad Hatter thing? Bane stuff would be. Venom. Venom. Yes. Um, I'm like, it's not that simple, is it? Yes, it is. The the dealer ends up taking it, um, fighting Dick, the dealer escapes. Mm -hmm. That kind of ends that little mini saga where Dick's like, oh, that's crazy. Boy. We should move on to the next thing, but don't worry. We'll come back to it. The next saga in the in the Black Mirror story is um, a large killer whale is found in a bank lobby. And all the footage is erased. And inside this killer whale is a woman. She was well, eaten alive. A cadaver. Yes. But, like, I'm going to, like, treat her like a person, John. You can treat her like a cadaver. That's crazy. I'll live in the now. That's fine. <laughs> well, actually, this is this happened before, and it's also fake. Uh, but Batman's not real. It's definitely a cadaver. Anyway, so Dick's like, oh, that's crazy. What's going on? Let me let's run this crime lab. I'm not Batman. Yeah, thanks for thanks for uh, using this uh, super fancy crime lab that oh, yeah, uh, sure. Wayne, Wayne Enterprises is like totally down to loan to the uh, police. Oh, sure, sure, yeah, no problem. I'm just a humble public servant. I'm so. definitely... Well, Dick was a cop. So yeah, there is no, I that get that. Too. But, like... Um, yeah. So, it turns out... I the, have no personal interest in this. Just go ahead and use it. It's fine. <laughs> it turns out the um, the woman who was killed was the secretary to the bank, like, president, operator, and her name is Sonia something. Sonia. What's her, real, her last name? Uh, anyway, Sonia... And this is this is crazy. This is bad. I can't believe that they someone killed her. Yada yada. It turns out Sonia is Sonia Zuko. And what's important about that is the man who killed Dick Grace's parents is Tony Zuko. So this is Tony Zuko's daughter. She runs this bank, and her her uh, assistant, her best friend, was killed to send her a message because. Her bank is the only bank in Gotham that won't launder money for the criminals. And the criminals don't like that. Correct. They're not about that. Um, so she sends um, Batman after this man named the Roadrunner. Turns out to be a dead end. Batman mm-hmm. also gets killed. It was a really cool fight, though. Really cool fight. Uh, then it, then it, it fights at a dealership. Yes. At, like, a used car dealership. And they eventually use, like, the wall where the the cars just close in on them. It was really very, cool. Very, very cool. But grossly impractical. 100%. That's, like, all their inventory. The man also has robot legs, John. Uh, yeah, Talk but that's not, like, just destroying your inventory. Well, he's got enough money. Who cares? Um... Anyway, he's going to get arrested. So it's not a big deal. He's, his assets are about to be seized anyway. So... Then uh, Batman goes after the actual person who murdered uh, her assistant, Tiger Shark, who is a uh, Asian of some sort. I don't know if he's Chinese, Japanese, or Korean. They don't say. Um, he's a pirate. He wears only endangered species. He's a scumbag. 
and he kills only he kills a lot of endangered species. It turns out he did it because he also wanted money to be laundered. So Roadrunner and him both wanted money laundered to the bank. Mm-hmm. Batman's unable to stop the tiger shark, unfortunately. But he goes back to Mizuko and he's like, listen, you knew it was tiger shark. You erased the footage. You're the only one who could No could've. one else could have done it. So I know it was you. Why'd you do that? And she's like, well, maybe I did. But maybe both those guys needed to be stopped. So, like, why are you yelling at me? And he's like, well, that's an obstruction of justice. That's, like, a huge problem. Anyway, fine. I'll deal with you later. That kind of wraps up Batman's part of this for now. Meanwhile, as this has been going on, we've also been hearing about James Gordon Jr. And what we know... Like, living in the wor- the time that this book came out, uh, James Gordon Jr. was... He had moved away to Chicago with his mom uh, after she divorced Jim Gordon because he cheated on her in year one. And he's a little off. Definitely would be considered, like, on the spectrum, autism spectrum, but is m- leaning more towards, like, a sociopath. Like, doesn't have empathy. Doesn't have, mm-hmm. like, the range of human emotion that we all expect to have. And... He may or may not have killed some people. There's no, like, proof. But he's definitely weird. Uh, he comes back into town. He's like, hey, Dad, I know I've been weird, but, like, I'm changing. I'm really trying. I've got this new medicine that I'm, I'm working on. You can check it out. It's a full clinic. You can read up on it. Here's the medicine, yada, yada. And Jim checks up on it. And it's all in the up and up. And Barbara checks on it. But she's not. Well, she's Gordon not has Barbara break down the pill. That's later. That, that's the very end. Before that, they check in on the pill and see what it does. Just read up about it. And the pill does what it says. It blocks certain parts of the brain that inhibit like social functioning, and it increases the other parts that would help social functioning. <coughs> so that's going on. But no one really trusts him. Nope. Like, with good reason. And it all starts when he uh, they think that he released a bird from the aviary. It turns out it wasn't him, but like... Definitely seems like it was him. Um, some stuff happens. You learn about something happened in the past that he may or not have killed a girl. You later find out it wasn't him. But then you find out later that it definitely was him. Yeah, the whole time I'm like, I don't buy this. Long story short, he's a psychopath who has murdered multiple people. He enjoys it. He knows he enjoys it. So he has infiltrated this clinic that he is now taking pills at. And he has... Instead of having taking the medicine that's supposed he to help him, he flipped it. He has to inhibit the other stuff. So what does he do with that, John? He puts it in the baby. He puts formula. it in, yeah. So he, his grand scheme is because Gordon and Barbara, once they broke down the pill and saw what it did, they're like, "What could he possibly do? Water supply, not a thing. It get filtered out, which I thought was a nice ribbit uh, yeah. at uh, the Batman Begins. Also, like the Joker did that in like the '30s." Oh, yeah? Oh, that was a big thing, like, poisoning the water supply. Uh, so, like, okay, that doesn't make sense. What else will you do with this stuff? What could you do? So that's when they realize, oh, he could have put it in baby formula at Gotham General. Because he had access. He had built up enough credit, uh, credibility to get to being, like, an errand boy for the hospital. Yeah. So it's definitely possible that he did this. And they say, why would you, they, you know, they find out why would he do this. He wants, he believes that he is the next level of evolution. That empathy and fear and social cues are holding us back as a society. 
because we are so worried about what other people think we're not doing what's best for us, what's best for the world. So he thinks I'm going to make babies be like me. So in the future, they're all the same. We can take over. Pretty messed up, if you ask me. He ends up kidnapping Barbara, stabs her in both her femoral arteries, which, if you don't know, if your femoral artery gets cut, it's in your leg, you will bleed out and die within minutes. Which is horribly messed up. So yes, he's, but he left the knives in there. So that she won't bleed out. Which is so messed up. Um, Dick ends up getting to Barbara through, uh, he put a tracking device. I thought, I, I was like, that's so Batman. He put a tracking device on him, like an issue before, mm-hmm. without anybody knowing. And it just happened to kick in moments ago. Yeah. Whatever. It's a bad, it's a, it's a comic <laughs> trope, right? Um, it's no dumber than anything else in comics. Uh, especially with Batman, because he's always got a thing. Whatever. Uh, he saves Barbara, but James Jr. is like getting away. Jim ends up shooting him in both his legs, yeah. and he gets stabbed in the eye. It's messed up. That comes back later. Oh, yeah? James Jr. has been back at least once, uh, I think in the New 52. He's just horrible. Uh, and they can't. They they end up putting him in custody, but you never find out if he actually was able to poison the babies or not. So one cool thing on that, they're talking about James Jr. as he was a child, and he didn't really have friends, and he never really showed emotion, and as a baby, he just wouldn't cry. Mm-hmm. So the final panel of the thing, it's like there's a, a, a you know how they have like a, a box where it's like a speech bubble, but no one on in the panel is speaking. Yeah. So the final panel is a baby that's just stone faced, but it's getting like served the formula. So no, I it's, think it's, it's just a, staring up. It's just staring. I feel but it's like, like it's like it's like piercing blue eyes, and it's yeah, just, it's I stone faced. Yeah, it is. It is stone faced, and it's just like yeah. just sitting there. No emotion, not, not focusing, or I, I guess intently focusing on something in particular off camera, but like, not how a normal baby would act. Yeah, you're, so I really like the seeds that they planted for that. The implication is definitely You there. know in like 2028, 20, there's going to be a thing that's like, ah, the baby, like, Snyder wrote another book and The babies and Jim Jordan, like, why are yeah. all these kids acting so strange? Yeah, heck yeah, I'd read that. Snyder comes back and does that. Yeah, it's going to happen. That one's free, by the way. You're welcome, Scott. <laughs> I shook your hand once. You were super nice. Um, one thing we didn't talk about because it didn't really come up. Doesn't really come up organically. The the Joker at one point escapes because and the Joker got away. So apparently, when James Jr. was younger and being a total nut job, Jim Gordon threw him in Arkham next to the Joker for a couple nights. You know, like you do, because he was just so fed up. It's pretty messed up. Turns out the Joker really likes sociopaths, so that they became friends. So uh, at that auction house, which He's by the got way, the kind of mind a Joker attracts. The auction house comes back. Dark turns out, James Gordon set that all. James Gordon Jr. set that all up mm-hmm. and saved Dick. In the so that's how he got out because he was gassed. Um, he bought the Joker toxin and he gave it to the Joker. And since the Joker's totally immune to the toxin, he just sweated out. So anybody who touched him got all Jokerified. That was messed up. So that's how he that escaped. Was. That was messed up. I did like the part where the Joker's like, "I didn't do it," because uh, the uh, Barbara Gordon, Barbara Gordon Senior, Jim's ex-wife, Barbara, she is Jokerified, and you're led to believe it's the Joker when he escaped. 
It wasn't. It was some. It was James Gordon Jr. But when Batman's hunting down the Joker, he's like, why did you do it? Why did you attack Barbara Gordon? He's like, I didn't. I did not. Also, you're not my Batman. I'm just going to I'm just gonna wait till he gets back. Uh, which I like that, because I, I don't want Dick to have to fight the Joker. I want Dick to fight his own nemesis. And I like that James Gordon Jr. was his nemesis, because they're kind of... They great, knew each other in school. Also a great antithesis, right? Mm-hmm. Like, Batman teams up with Jim Gordon. So now Batman's fighting Jim Gordon. It's awesome. I love that. Um... I really liked this book. This is my first time reading it. I enjoyed the hell out of it. I thought it was really interesting. You wanted to talk about uh, Dick Grayson versus Bruce Wayne. Oh, a little bit. What? Um, so in general, I'm not particularly high on Batman. What? I just don't... To me, he's not very... What I discovered about myself was I like to see different character development and the relationships between the different characters. And I... Batman just doesn't scratch that itch for whatever reason for me. So he's a pretty one-dimensional character for as as different as he can be. He's a very one-dimensional character. But I did enjoy reading Dick Grayson more than I enjoyed reading Bruce Bruce Wayne. I like your point. I think if we're going to compare Batman, like not that you are comparing Batman, but if we're going to compare Batman's I think that they are apple and orange. You cannot compare them, but they both do a lot of the same things. As far as being a hero, they're both, I think, the same. They're both great. They both work really hard. They both save people, yada, yada, yada. But Batman is Bruce Wayne. Dick Grayson is Nightwing. Because this Batman that Dick Grayson is being in this book is just still Nightwing. He's quippy. He's funny. He gets the job done. But... It's not Batman, and that's fine. I, I just think that Bruce Wayne is is and always will be a Batman. Um, but I can I definitely agree that Batman can get stale. But I am I overlook it quite a lot, and I don't think that's ever going to change because I'm trash, and I know that about. And myself. I get that. I totally get just being trash and just that's me grabbing your trash spoon and just lapping up whatever it is. <laughs> that's me. I, this, did, it with, I this, did it with Kingdom Hearts. I did it with Umbrella Academy. Yes, you did. It's a great place to be. This book was not trash, so this book was great. It was good. It was really, really good. Well, we can read another. There's another really good Dick Grayson Batman story that takes place right after Batman dies. Uh, it's very lore-heavy, too. And it's definitely one of the inspirations. Another inspiration for the Court of Owls. Really? Called Gates of Gotham. We'll read that another time. But uh, I think that'll do it for... How, uh, how do we read this book? We'll do it digitally. I have a physical copy. Oh, we can read on the DC Universe app. Good idea. Um, <laughs> not sponsored. So, but we, also not above it. No, we read. It. Oh, absolutely. Call it. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Are you kidding me? Um, even if it's just like a free month, fine. I'll take that. Heck yeah, I paid for the thirteen months. This is our first time reading a book on this podcast using the DC Universe app. What did you think of the DC Universe app? I liked it. It's going to sound lame and presentationy, but I like that it's multimedia. You want to read something? Sure. You want to watch something? Great. It's, it's all, all right, right there. there. Um, the comic selection is not complete, but I would definitely say surprisingly robust. It's bigger than it was. They keep adding. It's bigger than you would think, right? It's definitely bigger than I think. The, the TV and movie collection is good, too. Yes. Really good. The, the original content seems to be going pretty well. I have yet to see Titans or Doom Patrol, I'd like but Titans. I've heard good things. I liked Titans. I wanted to finish, and I haven't started yet, Daredevil or uh, Punisher. But not everything's canceled. Like, ah, 
goes back to my earlier point of like, what? Why? I mean, you can still like something even if it's canceled. You watched. All it's of not that it. I can't like it. It's like why? Like my drive to watch it is just so diminished. I mean, that's just on you. It is it's up to you. You don't ever have to watch it. Titans isn't canceled. You can watch Titans. Now you got the app. It's true. It's pretty good. Yeah, so uh, when the app first came out, I liked it because I was excited for what it's going to be. Yep. But it wasn't great. And you grabbed your spoon and you just... <laughs> I just sat at the garbage can and ate all my trash. The The app continues to grow. It continues to get better and better and better. It seems almost like daily they add stuff. And it's awesome. The They just added No Man's Land, which if you don't know what No Man's Land is, it is... Three or four massive omnibuses of story. And I don't know. I didn't haven't looked yet. I actually am about to tap it right now. I don't know how much No Man's Land is on here. Let's see. But I think it's a lot of it. No Man's Land. Oh, my goodness. How much is this? 88 of the issues are on here. That's a ton of issues. Yeah. We can never read this on the podcast. No, there's no way. Like, we can't even read it that's, in segments. That's more than Spider-Verse by, like, 12. Yeah, I'm excited about this. <laughs> I'm going to read this. I'm very, very excited. Um, but sometimes, like, they keep adding stuff. They keep adding stuff, and it's awesome. And, they're like I said, their movie selection is fantastic. The comics is getting bigger by the day, it seems like. We can watch Birds of Prey on here, which, like... Well, Rain of the Superman's on here already. Already? Already. That was fast. I'm telling you, the animated ones, the the DCU animated, are getting on here quicker and quicker. The main, like, the major title releases, it's taking some time, which is fine. Both of the Dark Knight Returns are on here. Oh, my God. So your weekend's book. Max of the, Mask of the Phantasm. I still haven't seen Ninja. I'm going to watch Ninja. Yeah, man. I heard Ninja's very good. That's what I heard, too. It's pretty great. I love this app. I, I'm liking it more and more every day. They have the Aquaman TV pilot on here. Oh, no. Yeah, and it's really bad. I'd imagine. It's really bad. So, yeah. So, this app is great. I love it. I'm very happy with I'm it. I'm sure we'll continue to use it in the future. I mean, the books are essentially free. It's here. I'm already, I've already paid for the for the content. So, uh, I think that wraps up the pull list for this week. Let's hit that outro. That's the podcast this week, John. I had a good time. Ran, I had a good time. Ran a little late tonight. Sorry, we were um, we were off last week. We'll get to that in a second, but uh, that's that's it, it is what it is. You know, it's a free medium. Take what you get. Uh, what are we reading next week, though? Next week, we're reading the life of Captain Marvel. Ooh, written by Margaret Stoll and art by Carlos Pacheco, Marguerite Sauvage. So, what is this? I don't know, to be honest. Okay. Uh, I have not read this. It's fairly recent, um, right? It's very recent. Okay. They basically, they they had the Captain Marvel run, then they stopped it, and they're doing, they did the Life of Captain Marvel, which is a five-issue arc. Okay. Now they're back to Captain Marvel. Self-contained? So, yes. Okay. This is all there will ever be of this. Okay. The title is to mirror the death of Captain Marvel, the famous event from, I believe, the 80s? The one where Marvel died? Marvel, yeah. Okay. Um, so like that's kind of the the symmetry there. Gotcha. Um, but it's getting good reviews. Um, I checked one aggregate score it had just gave it, it had a hundred percent. I'm like that seems a, like a eight point one out of ten. Yeah, like good reviews. What was that comic book roundup? Yes, I read. I I trust them. 
Okay. They, they, like, they, like, they aggregate. But from what I remember, I believe this is supposed to introduce the character. Like a good introduction of who Carol Danvers is. Oh, that's is. a good timing for it to come out then. And not yeah. just like a, here's a catch-up book like they do those um, movie tie-in books. Mm-hmm. This is good. Oh, Yeah, so I think it's kind of... Basically, what I think this book is going to do, and I haven't read it, but I think it's going to have Captain Marvel... In more in line with how they're going to portray her in the movie universe. Okay. Because I believe they kind of want Captain Marvel to be the anchor going forward of the MCU. That would make sense to me. So like she's a bit just kind of yeah. So that kind of even if she just heads up the space division, that's a but lot. I you could do a lot. Think the, I think the upcoming phase is going to be largely space. Hmm. Because like Doctor Strange can go to space. I know. I don't like. Space. If you introduce Fantastic Four, they're all space. I don't like space, John. Guardians Three is the only other confirmed John. thing we have. I don't like space as much. I shouldn't say I don't. Like. <laughs> I don't like space as much. Uh, all right. Well, I'm looking forward to it. I I need to read more Captain Marvel. It should be good. So like I was saying before, yeah, we're trying to... Last week was rough. I apologize. I have been legitimately sick. Oh. Today is the first day I didn't take... Day, or today is the second day I didn't take Dayquil in over 10 days. Yeah, I, I've been taking um, these snacks because mine's been congestion. It's What's been great. going on with you? You were oh, fine last week. I, I just... had... Well, I had a, I had a... I had a throat thing last week. A throat thing? Yeah. You know how it is. Do you want to expand? Because I've, sure. I've been kind of so, talking about my thing. So you know how like it is when you're when you're floating around getting your thingamabobbers. Yeah. And you see this boy, uh-huh. pretty, jet black hair for some reason. Of course. As you do, and you know I, as you know, am a spunky, redheaded merfolk. I know. Yeah. A daughter of Triton. Yes. King of the oceans. A what? A daughter. Oh. His daughter. Oh yes. So, of course. I, as you do, made a Borgen with a sea witch. Okay. Half octopus. This was last week? Yeah. So she, what we did was she took my voice. Okay. And I got legs. Because with legs, I could go and meet the boy. Okay. But how are you going to talk to the boy? Well, that was the thing. I had to give up something. But... This was as, your... as the Sea Witch said, yeah, I would yeah. use body language. I had a oh, whole song okay. about it. This is this was your throat thing? Yeah, I couldn't All... speak. How can I record if I can't speak? That's fair. This is the plot to The Little Mermaid. That's what they called me, yeah. This is a movie, Jonathan. They made a movie? That's the podcast this week. You can follow us on Twitter at Talkin' Traits. You can follow Jeremy at LizardKing27. And John at Maester Laka, M-A-E-S-T-E-R-L-A-K-A. Also find us on Facebook. And remember, we're not experts, we're fans.